Welcome to On the Ballot in Brief with Ballotpedia, where we break down the latest election news and trends we're watching in a short five-minute episode with the facts you need. I'm Victoria Rose, and thanks for being with us. Early voting has started in Ohio for the August 8th election of a constitutional amendment that's generating a lot of buzz across the country. Here to help us unpack Ohio Issue 1 is Ryan Byrne, Managing Editor for the Ballot Measures team. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Hey, Victoria. Glad to be here. So to get right down to it, what is Ohio Issue 1 about? All right. You know, I'm going to answer this question in two ways. First, the procedural aspects of issue one. Second, the substantive aspect. What what exactly would it do? So first, the procedural. Ohio issue one is what we call legislatively referred constitutional amendment. As you can probably tell, that's an amendment to the Constitution that legislators voted to place on the ballot. That's not an unusual process in and of itself. 49 of 50 states require constitutional amendments to go before voters. And the second procedural aspect is that issue one is on a special election ballot for August 8th. That part's a little bit more contentious between the various sides. Uh, You know, back in January, the governor signed a bill to eliminate August special elections. But then the legislature put issue one on an August ballot. That went to court and everything, but... Ultimately, the state Supreme Court ruled that indeed the legislature can do that. More so in terms of the substance, what would issue one do? I'm going to break it down into three parts. So first, a 60% vote would be required for voters to approve constitutional amendments. That's whether they come from the legislature, like issue one, or whether they're citizen initiated. So, you know, where people go out, collect signatures, they put the issue on the ballot. Currently, a simple majority vote is required for voters to ratify a constitutional amendment. Second, issue one would change the signature distribution requirement for citizen initiated constitutional amendments. Now, unless you know a lot about ballot measures, you're wondering what in the signature distribution requirement. They're also known as geographic signature requirements. Essentially, it's a law that requires signatures to come from a certain number of political jurisdictions. In Ohio, that's counties. Currently, the requirement is that campaigns collect signatures from 5% of the votes cast in the last gubernatorial election in half of the state's counties. So Ohio has 88 counties, so that means signatures are required from 44 of them, at least. Uh, You know, that comes towards the statewide signature requirement, which overall is equal to 10% of the votes cast in the last gubernatorial election. Uh, currently, that's 443,000 signatures now. Issue 1 would change this requirement from half, or 44, uh, to all 88 counties. So then the last part of Issue 1, the third part, is currently in Ohio, when a campaign fails to collect enough signatures, but it's close, uh, they get 10 additional days to collect signatures. This is known as a cure period. So Issue 1 would eliminate this cure period for citizen-initiated constitutional amendments. But not citizen-initiated state statutes like the marijuana initiative that just submitted signatures on July 25th. And this is only changing Ohio, but why is it capturing the nation's attention? Right. So I think one of the big reasons that this is getting a lot of attention nationally is... Well, in fact, July 25th, a citizen-initiated constitutional amendment was certified for the Ohio ballot for this November, November 7th, 2023. That citizen initiative deals with a topic uh, that we all know, abortion and abortion rights. Specifically, this citizen initiative would add a language to the Ohio Constitution saying, every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, including dot, 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 abortion. Post-Dobbs, you know, there's no federal constitutional right to abortion. The issue's been left to the states. So the Citizen Initiative would establish a state constitutional right to abortion, as well as contraceptives, uh, miscarriage care, and other reproductive matters. If Issue 1 is approved, this initiative would need to receive a 60% vote in November. Uh, there's been three polls on this abortion-related initiative, and all three had it at either 58% or 59%. Uh, so, so 
close to 60, but not 60. So it'd be a very close battle versus if it's at 50%, then they currently have more of a lead, though polling can change a lot with ballot measures. So while the abortion ballot measure would be the first initiative affected, you know, this would also affect future constitutional amendments in general, including future citizen-initiated constitutional amendments. The Chamber of Commerce, for example, has endorsed issue one, but it specifically backed up and said, you know, we don't really take stances on social issues. The reason we're doing this is because in 2024, there's likely to be a constitutional amendment to increase the minimum wage to $15. And we don't necessarily think they should require, you know, a, a greater signature distribution. And we're recording this on July 26. What does the landscape look like nationally when it comes to vote requirements for constitutional amendments? Do other states have a 60% supermajority requirement? Yeah. So, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, 49 of 50 states require voters to approve or reject constitutional amendments amendments. In case you're all wondering, that one state that does not is Delaware. Not sure why. We should dig into that. Maybe do an episode on it someday. So in 39 states like Ohio, it's a simple majority. In seven states, there's this like range of either or policies. We're actually sitting in Illinois right now. Uh, so I'll use Illinois as an example. An Illinois amendment requires a simple majority of all votes cast or 60% in the amendment itself. In other words, voting, but you know, voting for governor, but leaving the ballot measure question blanks, you have no idea what it means, is effectively a no. Three states have what you could call like a impacting supermajority requirement, not either worth thing. That's Colorado at 55% for constitutional amendments, Florida at 60% for constitutional amendments, and New Hampshire, where it is a two-thirds vote. So unlike Colorado and Florida and, you know, Ohio for that matter, there's no citizen-initiated amendment process. Under issue one, Ohio would tie with Florida for the highest voter threshold for citizen-initiated amendments or second highest for constitutional amendments in general. And before I let you go and get along with the rest of your day, Ryan, why should people care about Ohio issue one even if they don't live in Ohio? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll keep this answer short. Obviously, there's reasons to care about it on either side of the issue. But just as a general observation, you know, I've been covering ballot measures of Ballotpedia for 10 years. And simply put, ballot measures trend. Uh, when a ballot measure is successful in one state, that encourages legislatures and citizen groups in other states to pursue something similar, vice versa. Fits defeat, you know, but it, and issue one has downstream effects. You know, this isn't only about issue one in the Ohio Constitution, but about the success or defeat of future constitutional amendments in Ohio. And again, that ballot measures trend idea. What happens in November if the abortion amendment affects what people may use abortion amendments down the road. Issue one is going to affect the national conversation around direct democracy and the national conversation about ballot measures that it could affect, like abortion or minimum wage. Really great answer. Thank you for joining us again. And for our listeners, you can learn more about issue one by checking out the links in our show notes. Make sure you subscribe to On the Ballot wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Victoria Rose, and thanks for listening.